Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to Nintendo Shack 172. Tonight we're going to talk about Pokemon Presents and more of that Nintendo Direct Fallout. Uh, excuse us for the late show. Uh, I just forgot what time we normally do the show. <laughs> Blame Donnie. <laughs> That's all that happened. There's no story or anything like that. I was like, yeah, we podcast at 9 o'clock. That's what we do. Elaine's getting to me. That's that's what it is. We literally uh, asked, is he okay? It was we like, were no worried. response. We were like genuinely worried. Because normally it's me that's the one that's late. <laughs> we have a new overlay system and all that's going on mm-hmm. that uh, hopefully my goal is to roll out across the entire network. So Empire was messing with it last night. I'm messing with it again here. I've already still, there's still a little bugs, a little cashy. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes I make changes and they don't, reflect like instantly like you like you're expecting to you have to change it again or wait for it mm-hmm. anyway i'm really excited about it because hopefully this means all of our shows will be live you can watch them all and uh hopefully that means that we all kind of share similar look and feel and, and all of jet, that jazz also notice the new ticker down there at the bottom we have a featured patron every week down there that you can see in the tick and the ticker so every time uh we do a show and i'm going to add this to empire as well we will take one of our patreon producers and make sure that they are there for us to say thank you to so speaking of those patrons thank you michael massick tonight's feature patron barry cathcart edwin callow stephen keller nick creature rude days 93 ben moxham rob emmanuel nick fulhaber paul calicote kyle Heyman, grouchy surge chris m devin tyus and josh for bony mm. I got a lot of things to talk about that I've been playing, but we also have a lot of show to talk about that we've got to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about much. I want to, I did want to talk about a game that I touched on a few weeks ago. We've had so much news and everything going on. Um, I played that game blue fire. Remember I bought it the day it came out and I was kind of telling you it's like wind waker. Oh, okay. Platformer slash Mario. Kind of. Yeah, very much so. Um, after about three days of playing it, I turned it off and uninstalled it. It is oh wow, frustratingly fun. That's like um, a oh, oh frustratingly. I liked it. What I was playing, I really enjoyed. It was just very punishing. Um, if you fell off with something, like if you were doing a course, like so, there are these like little. I don't know what they call them. You know, there, there's these blocks that float in the world, and mm-hmm. when you go up to them, it launches you into a level. Uh, when you're in that level. If you die, you have to complete the entire level all over again. And I hate that. Oh, wow. It's very challenging, even from early point on the game. I was maybe five, six hours in the game, and there were certain of these little skills and tasks I was doing. I died like 30, 40 times. I was like, I just, I, I can't do this anymore. You know, like it, 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 like it gets to that point. It's just like, I can't do it. It's just so, fatigue at that it point. Seems, yeah, it seems like it's punishing, too punishing when you it die. Is too, I think it's too, yeah, it's not forgiving enough for what it's trying to do. I appreciate what it's doing and I think it does it well. Um, I would have liked more combat, like more Zelda, less Mario would have been okay. kind of uh, my main feedback from it. But all, ultimately, I thought it looked great. I thought it played great. I enjoyed what I was playing. If it wasn't so you know hard was it trying to be punishing at yeah, all like okay that's, 
kind yeah. of its thing. It's like this is a platformer for people who really platform, you know. Like, oh, cool. I would no, hate cool. that. <laughs> yeah. So if it wasn't that, I actually think there was a game there that I really liked. But mm. um the other game that I've been playing uh is Mario 3D World, which I have Me a too. really good story to tell. Um okay. I'll try to keep it brief, but uh first day we got it, we sat down and playing and playing a co-op with Jack. Um, I did take a clip of me throwing Jack off the level. I just <laughs> I immediately, that. as soon as we started, awesome. just picked him up and launched him into the ether. My daughter came down, and I've told a lot of stories about me and my daughter's relationship with the Wii U, how into games she used to be and everything. She came down and had just the most heartwarmingly nice like reaction. She realized that it was Mario 3D World, the game that she and I co-opted and beat mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. when she was little. And she just like warmed up with nostalgia. She just like welled up. She's like, oh, I remember this Mario. This is so good. I love this Mario. So it got to a point where we sat down and we were playing together, all three of us, which is a rare occurrence. And then she just took my switch and kept playing. (laughs) Like she just kind of went down like a two day rabbit hole of nostalgia where she kept playing this Mario game that she remembered when she was five. That's awesome. It was really, really great. Um, so she was playing that and then uh, I played a little bit and Jack's been playing a little bit. Jack just started on his own. Um, I wanted to do Bowser's Fury uh, for the podcast, but I also wanted to beat the game first. And uh, once she took my switch, I realized that wasn't going to happen. So <laughs> I, I booted up a little bit of Bowser's Fury. I got to the second little island at okay. level or whatnot. It's it is. Uh, I mean, everybody says it's good and, and all that. And I agree. It is very Mario Sunshine which isn't yeah. my favorite. It's better than that, but it's it's not my favorite style of Mario. Is ultimately mm-hmm. what I would say. I'm not I'm not here mm-hmm. to say it's bad or anything. Like it's fine. I'll play it. If they do an entire game of this, like a big 3D Mario game like this, I mean, I'm sure I'll still get it and play it. Um, but it's just not I don't necessarily think that's what I want from Mario. Mm-hmm. It's a lot remember. of like walking around and looking around and yeah. it's like a collectathon, you know? Like you're trying mm-hmm. to find all the hidden areas and get all the stuff and it's yeah. less Mario, it's less platforming and less like get to the level and beat the level and get to the flag and all that, which is what I typically prefer in my Mario games. I remember we were talking about that with Mike Minotti, and he seems to think that that could be the future for a true. Mario game. Um, I yep. think it would make the next logical step, and it's for different, sure. and, you know. Yep, I think that's very, very, very true. I think that's what I'm expecting, and uh, I'm sure I'll play it, and hopefully I love it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I do like the design the design of Bowser's Fury is very good. I like how condensed like these too. little islands are. Like they're not super big, but there is a lot there. If you start to kind of peel back the layers and unlock all the little things, like there's mm-hmm. a lot more to it than meets the eye when you first do it. And that kind of discovery is very enticing. It's just I kind of want there to be like tunnels or something that I drop into regular Mario. Like I kind of mm-hmm. straight, you, you want to go back to classic Mario levels in there. Yeah, like in, you think in Odyssey, right? You've got those two D things. Yeah. You do have those two D Mario levels in Odyssey. For I feel sure. like that's what's missing. Like it's just okay. a little something to like vary it up because right now it's just very explorative. You're just kind of walking is. around at your it own really pace, <laughs> doing your own thing. It's like you know, you, it doesn't even have to be a Mario game, really. Like you just kind of have Mario physics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So and, and the Mario power ups and. Like yeah, that. yeah. So I, I think like something like that, just to just a dash of it. I'm not, I don't want a whole game of it and all that. And there's you know different styles of games for different type of people, but just a little dash of something like that, I think would really set this over the top for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Rebecca? What have you been doing? 
Honestly, I haven't really been playing a whole lot of new things. In fact, I haven't played a new game in weeks. Um, for the past couple weeks, I know we haven't really been talking about it much, but I've really just been going back and playing old Zelda games. For my stream, I've been making it a month out of celebrating Zelda's 35th anniversary. So I've been going back and playing things like Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, just like one or two streams worth just to get a little taste and remember some of these games that I haven't played in years and years and years. I'm nice. um, just kind of seeing like how the series has you know come along and and whatnot. All games that I've played before, nothing new. Um, I've also been playing a lot of A Link to the Past a lot recently mm -hmm. too, um, because this Sunday I'm doing a speed run race against oh, my friend Eli Elias Thompson, and we're gonna see who wins. We are pretty. I think we're close to evenly matched. So oh really? It's be a lot of fun. But you were going super fast I've on stream. Been practicing. I. <laughs> so, I was like, what are you doing? I still need in the to work. shave off like at least twenty five minutes to be <laughs> to match wow. his personal best time. Um, but I think if I can get it under two hours, um, it will be uh, close to close to his time. Ooh. I completely. Uh, I was going to mention this, but since you're already playing it, I I pulled out my 3ds. Yeah. Yeah. I started playing Ocarina of Time. Everybody Ooh. was all in the Zelda thing. And yeah. I was going. And uh, after one day, just one session of playing, it was made my hands hurt. I had to buy a grip. I like, <gasps> yeah, you have to buy a grip for yeah. the 3DS. I was you thinking, about it, I was like, how did I play this? Like, religiously? <laughs> I know, right? Years. And I was like, I played already. My thumb hurts. Try to play Luigi's Mansion, Dark oh. Moon on the 3DS. No, it, it, it cramps your hand Ooh, so much. Yeah. Guys, guess what? The 3DS turns 10 years old tomorrow. Oh my goodness. What a great little system. Did you know I bought that thing day one? That was that was my first console I bought. He that was your first the mistake. Ambassador. That was my first mistake. Yeah, I that did. was your first mistake because he gets something good out of it. Was it Mario Kart 7 really early? Hang was that a second. launch game? What did you get? from the ambassador thing again uh i have hold on i'm gonna i'm gonna a pull bunch of old games right. that you can't get anymore yeah but you can't <laughs> don't 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 right now hold on 3ds ambassador on, i'm looking it up right now he's got he's got he's got his 3ds <laughs> just tell you everything? See, you everything i did not drop it okay i almost I almost dropped my beer that would have sucked oh man i have it here but we'll look eric <laughs> hold on i almost got it if my 3DS will ever power up, sheesh. Now Rebecca, I, put, I put so many games in here. <laughs> you you guessed it on several shows. You want to plug those while we while Garrett Okay, I got I got all of them oh, right never here. Mind. <laughs> okay, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Advance 3, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap, Metroid Fusion, Ice Climbers. So you get like NES classics in, in the Game Boy Advance games. Uh, NES Open Tournament Golf on NES Metroid. The thing is you, you can't buy these on 3DS though. Yeah, That's you a can't. Lot. I didn't realize there was that many. It was. It's One, like ten games. Three, four. Oh five, wow! Seven, I thought it was like four or something. Ten Game Boy Advance games and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and ten um, NES games. I humbly yeah. rescind my statement. It is a very all, nice little game. I mean, I didn't necessarily think it was worth buying the a very expensive 3DS at launch, but sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> I I bought one. Is it Lego Star Wars? That that was yeah. the one 3DS game I bought launch, <laughs> and then Mario Kart came out. It like, reminds me a lot later. of our my at least my plight with PlayStation Five right now. It's like I need stuff to buy, guys. 
<laughs> but Rebecca, you were guested uh, on on several shows this week. You know, plug where those are. I was. Um, so I was invited back on Easy Allies Friend Code. We talked about Zelda the day before the direct. Actually, we were talking a little bit about what might be shown that was Zelda related, and just kind of reliving our Zelda memories. Um, and I met Ash Paulson on that show because he was also a guest, and he invited me onto the Good Vibes Gaming Today's News Tonight, which um, they started that channel recently, and uh, it's a lot of fun. We we discussed. News from Monday, and it was awesome. So, if you need more That's Nintendo right. from Rebecca, um, <laughs> you can follow those channels on YouTube, and we retweeted all of those links on our Twitter. Really account. good people, really, really. Oh, really absolutely! Cool. The nice, good vibes, folks are the former Game Explorer folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, a lot of people have known them. I knew those voices almost instantly. It is interesting because I've never known their faces. So when I clicked on your link and saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's what he looks yeah. like." Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's just the voices for so long. Yeah. All right. Well, that's very, very, very cool. Yeah. And very but cool. I had to get the grip out and um, kept playing. And yeah, Ocarina is Ocarina's amazing. Good. Uh, I've been playing quite a bit as well for like, you know, the past few weeks. I'll, I'll keep it pretty brief on some of them. Um, I've also been playing Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Um, I don't play much Mario games, as you know. But uh, let me tell you guys, Mario 3D World. Uh, Donnie, it's up there. It's nice. it's a really, really, really fun game. It is. Um, I, I'm having a lot more fun than Odyssey um, and 64. Definitely. It's fantastic. It's, it's so good. I don't know how they just made it so much. They, in, in, in this game, it is short, concise, but very fun. Like it's it, it seems pretty fast. I was actually quite shocked how far I was going into the game in such a short time. Um, I I just love everything about it. Um, in the Those design fights, he's like in the suit in the car and stuff. Like, yeah, these are epic moments that I really like. Um, I felt like six, five, seven years ago, like the wide linear was like a thing in game design. We kept hearing, and what mm-hmm. we were talking about were like mini open worlds. And I think like that's what this Mario, like what Mario 3D World is, is like a wide linear. You still have Mario mm-hmm. courses, but you can run around and find things kind of in the course. Um, it was kind of cute the like timer. that, yeah. Yeah, so, but the exploration is neat, and it's kind of exactly what I was saying about Bowser's Fury, just flipped. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's the same right. thing, except more 2D instead of 3D. Um, but a lot of the things that they do, like the shadows that we've come across them too, like the whole shadow world and stuff and Odyssey mm-hmm. and stuff, that comes from there. Captain Toad stuff comes from there. The, the power-ups, the flip jumps, like the the... Um, the flip levels where you flip the gates and the gates keep mm-hmm. flipping and, and then the yeah. tiles keep changing. You keep jumping and it changes so the good. tiles. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. And the cat powers is amazing. And then when you have cat powers, there's certain places you can get to in certain levels and get the stars you want. Uh, it makes me want a hundred percent this game because I, I, I've, I've beaten it. I've, I've gotten well beaten as in world credits. There's like four or five other worlds after. Um, but yeah, I love the final level with Bowser. Um, I thought that was very creative. Um, so yeah, no, I I really enjoyed myself that weekend playing Mario 3D World. I'm um, really happy. Yeah, makes me want to uh, get it. <laughs> it's it's so worth the sixty dollars, especially with Bowser's Fury. Um, I like Bowser's Fury not as probably as much as 3D World, but I um, I like I still like the powers in there, especially the cat powers for sure. Um, I liked how um, it is open world, but it is compartmentalized like. 
the map kind of directs you exactly where to go in in the world. And it's like, hey, there's like an exclamation mark here. You need to get some of these coins or cat stars or whatever you want to call them. Um, I love the little mechanic of Bowser coming up every, I don't know, like five minutes or something like that. And he pops up and then he's like, you're amiibo. You can call him whenever you want. Really? Well, I don't, I don't have the amiibo. So my amiibo are sitting right here. Mm -hmm. All four of them. All all your little chips. (laughs) (laughs) And I've been using them. Yeah. uh, When I was playing the game, Uh, Jack was playing the game. If you guys, did you guys see Jack? He's I didn't streaming. see him play the game, but yeah, yeah, I set up a little streaming station here at my desk. Got a little TV out there that's been sitting in a closet and set up a little switch dock um, because, you know, like we can stream from the consoles directly, but we can't mm-hmm. stream switch. And uh, I was like, well, I got to stream Mario Golf anyway, so we might as well just <laughs> yeah. get this done now. So Nice. So, yeah, loving that game. Um, I'm putting it on pause right now. I'm playing some Persona 5 Strikers right now. Um, I won't put too much impressions. I want to play more of it and i'll talk about it more next week um but i'm I probably do want- right there with you at least putting a mario on hold only because, i mean i've already played it yeah um my mar- my strikers got lost in the mail i've what been waiting heck? for strikers to show up and uh i've been checking every day and it said ship but there was no tracking number there's no label there's no details so today i got all angry gamer and i called angry. best buy and i was like what where where's the game? I was like, I realize that shipping delays and stuff are happening, but like, I don't even track. You never even know where it is. Right. Game came out two days ago. Like, I want to play. Right. And they were like, it's lost. So they refunded me my money. Was their answer? So I could either go pick up a copy, like physically. Um, I just bought it on Switch. I was like, well, oh. I guess I have a lot of Switch eShop credit from my trade in a GameStop. I just converted into Nintendo gift cards. Okay. So I'm going to play it on Switch. Surprising. Best Buy is usually very good with shipping. They usually get it on release day. Bummed that I don't get my Steelbook. I'm going to have to get a Steelbook. Yeah, you're going to have to get it somehow. I'm so bummed that I'm not going to get my Steelbook. There's a part of me hoping it just shows up one day. And I'll just have two (laughs) copies. But I don't think so. I just think it's gone. Um, But I started playing it tonight. So I'm with you, Garrett. I'll be putting Mario 3D World on hold or Bowser's Fear on hold. I'm going to dive in a lot into Persona Strikers this weekend. So mm-hmm. hopefully next weekend we can bore Rebecca to tears while we talk about Persona Strikers. Let's do it. Let's 20, do it. 30 minutes. So I am about two and a half hours in. And even in two and a half hours in, be prepared, Donnie. This is not a war. <laughs> like, this is Persona 5.2. This I'm is- hoping this is the new spinoff. They had the arena game. They had the dancing games. I'm mm-hmm. hoping the new Persona spinoff is Persona Strikers. It, it is, but it, I feel you like it's like more Persona. Going forward. Like, I going want forward. two, okay. three, four of these. I, I want them to keep making these. I definitely want just dancing games and this Warrior-style games, for sure. Um, but I want you to play it because you you love the Warrior-style dynamic, and it, mm-hmm. it feels like, to me, they've really muted that in this game. Okay. So I'm wondering what, what I played you a little bit today. It. I mean, I was okay. enjoying the persona stuff. I always liked the least thing that I liked about the persona were like the random Pokemon turn-based battles. So for me, right. I'm getting the persona that I like with more fun combat. It's like, they've taken mm-hmm. the piece that I don't like out and they've replaced it with something that I think is better. Yeah. So, and I know that's blasphemous. Like, I only imagine like just <laughs> persona fans are bleeding from the <laughs> ears enraged right but, now. Yeah, but like turn-based stuff. I mean, I've told you I don't. I don't do cards. I, I don't do it. turn-based stuff. Is really like Pokemon and Fire Emblem about the only turn-based stuff you're going to get out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I get that's it. That's about it. So 
I get it. Uh, but yeah, Persona 5, I, I'm, I'm having fun. It's just a lot of dialogue. And then yeah. like, there's still tutorials. Like two and a half hours in, I'm like, oh, you're still handing me stuff. Awesome. This oh, is a JRPG. It's a Persona game. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a 30-hour game? 30, 40, 50-hour game? I think it's more than that. I think it's a 40 or 50-hour game. 40 or 50? So half of Persona 5. I was going to say, so it's, it's more of the Warriors and uh, hours. <laughs> I have yeah. not... I'm in the little bit that I got to play before we started recording. Um, the visuals and the performance have not bothered me yet. I've only played it handheld. I haven't played it on the screen yet. I'll do that um, mm-hmm. maybe this weekend. But so far, I think it looks great on Switch. A little edgy, but nothing that it's I. It's even edgy on PS4. It's on not. Frame rate. Yeah. I, I'm enjoying just from a strict performance analysis, I'm enjoying it more than Calamity so far. That's Which true. is what we heard from reviews. So. Yeah. Uh, I'll put a pin on that, but I played Project Triangle Strategy. I did. The, Sean the, Capri's Game of the Year? The Sean Capri Game of the Year, Project Triangle Strategy. Uh, it is, um, it's really good. It's it's a little, it's, it is very Fire Emblem-esque. In my um, head, I imagine you being like, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's terrible. I can't say that though. <laughs> <laughs> can't say that at all. Uh, no, it, it is a old school tactical RPG if I if I've seen any and it with a really cool of that you know uh, 2d 3d art style uh, that pixel art style in there um, there's a lot of lore in this demo it's like oh, okay this is just getting into the story whatever what I really liked other than the game um, is that you have these story choices or decisions to make um, within the game that actually changes the way you go through it very similar to the Octopath Traveler, but instead of like all eight separate stories, it's one linear story that you're kind of affecting everything in, a, in like a timeline. I think that's so, better. That feels better. Yeah, that's that's good. Definitely. So the, the premise of the demo is basically this one um, nation kind of like rampaged another nation. The prince escaped to like like a side city or whatever. And so in that side city, in that mission, you're going to have to persuade one way or the other to give up the prince in order to like have a peaceful resolution or to defend the prince with your life and have a major battle. And so that's one of the, like the biggest kind of decision making in this demo. Um, I decided to defend the prince and I had a huge battle in that city that had a cool little mechanic of like um, kind of like a secret weapon where you like burn your houses in there in order to do a large area effect and like kill a lot of soldiers in there. But you got to be very tactical about it so you don't kill your own soldiers. Um, you got classes, you got um, mages, you got warriors, you got knights. So you got everything that is like a fire emblem, essentially. Um, there is some tactics when you have adjacent like allies or enemies one another. There's some tactics when you have height advantages. Um, yeah, it's just all that good stuff. So I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it for next year. One downside of it, the low times who the low times were kind of rough um, there was, demo couldn't it i'm sure maybe it'll be better for the actual game maybe but like there's but a lot 2D of hd art man i know it's very cool art um well, there's so many side missions in here too they're not really battles they're just conversation dialogue and so i would wait 30 seconds to go into a dialogue of 10 seconds and i'm like this is kind of like right. Yeah, it's a little annoying. It, it just slows down the pace, and it seems a little weird. Uh, so hopefully they'll iron that out. Hopefully there's not as much like 
it just seems like they're putting these on purpose, like, oh, manually go to the side mission to do this 10 second dialogue. I wish it was just a little more automatic than that. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Um, and any tactical RPG fans, guys, it's a demo on Switch. Just download it, check free. it out. It's free. Yeah. So yeah, go for it. Um, and guys, I'm getting into shape. You know how I'm getting Ring into fit. shape? <laughs> it's Rank Fit Adventure. This is a very, very cool game. Um, Basically, it's like kind of like one of the best wearable technologies I've seen with a like with a video game console. You basically put the, you know, the Joy-Con on kind of like a leg strap that goes around like above your knee. And then you put another Joy-Con on the ring and it kind of like just tracks your movement wherever you go. And so you're basically this person that goes through each stage. You're kind of like jogging in a sense and then kind of like your objective is to like beat this boss at the end uh, he's just this super cool like 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 super buff guy that thinks he's so cool and you have to like beat him down with these various workouts and then like these various workouts is like a move set it's like you can look do some arm workouts or or with your legs or with your abs and you, there's a lot of diverse workouts you can do you can basically yeah. like uh Yep, you One. can turn up the resistance and the levels, and it gets mm-hmm. harder. I mean, it's a it's a ring fit is actually a very good workout. It's not like we fit. You know, it's not exactly. like a joke workout. This is a legit workout that you can actually do from home. I was halfway expecting them to un- possibly announce like a DLC or an expansion pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they still could. I think with it being this long, I feel like maybe now a sequel is in order. Maybe they they come out with oh, a yeah. sequel maybe. that they can sell with like an extra accessory, but not the ring. Um, I could see something like they could kind of piecemeal it. So like you get the game mm-hmm. or you could get the game in the ring. Maybe. I think that's kind of risky, though, because the only reason why people went out and bought this, to be honest with you, is because of the pandemic and they were going to sure. be home and need So all of these people have the the ring fit in the game. So I think they they would probably be better off just making downloadable content for it. I agree. Or, or just I think like it buying would another sell. game itself yeah. and just using the ring. Oh yeah, maybe just use maybe the same the technology. It would have to use the, the the same ring, I think. Yeah, it would have to. Yeah, yeah. No, mm-hmm. and that's what I was thinking is maybe now they release another sixty dollar full game with like the ring, right? Like they have yeah. the ring, so you could either buy the game if you've already gotten it, or you could get the ring and because they already have this install base, it's kind of evangelized it, right? Yeah, yeah. definitely expect to hear more from it. It's sold. Incredibly well, didn't like sell like better than Splatoon, or it's like right there in that January. Range. It was like number six, yeah, to, like it's out of all the games. Best selling, there were games. months where you couldn't get it, you couldn't yeah. buy it. it yeah. It's super neat. Um, I feel like so, oh, so some workouts I feel like I'm not doing enough, and then there's other times where I feel like I'm just struggling and dying. Um, and that's like on the same difficulty level. So it, it really does depend level to level sometimes and the movesets you're kind of doing. They do fix like the number of of like workouts you're doing in a level and you're going to have to switch them out probably every level in order to like kind of go really diverse with it. Um, De- uh, Dev says need to send my joy cons off to fix the drift for a ring fit. It doesn't use the joy, the the. Yeah, just move take the stick out, Dev. Just rip it out. Just rip just it out. The thing, and you're good to go. Exactly. <laughs> it just tracks movement and then like resistance on the ring itself. It it knows how much power you're putting onto the ring, basically when you're bending it. Just Dev, make sure you send your PlayStation controllers in too when you do it at the same time. <laughs> get those. Get those. Basically, as well. Yeah. 
Um, I'm on difficulty level like 26 out of 30, and I think I'm about to bump up like another one or two. But like it, it can be a struggle in that game for sure. Um, and I'm only on like world four, and it looks like there's many more worlds to go. Yeah, so it's it's a long game. I mean, you can do a lots of different workouts. I keep forgetting it is an RPG kind of game where you have to buy equipment and you have to buy potions in order to like kind of beat a level. That's not, cool. So not just working out, but, you know, make sure you have the items in order to like beat the whole thing. Um, and it's cool that the monsters have like different advantages too. So like one monster is like, okay, you need to do arm workouts for this in order to like kind of do some more damage to it. Um, but yeah, super fun, guys. I'm cool. I'm actually quite surprised with it. Thanks. <clears throat> That's pretty much it. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more Persona and lots and lots of other games. But like I alluded to at the top of the show, we have a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Nintendo Direct Fallout. Um, and I really wanted to get this on because one of the downsides of being, you know, up so fast, kind of living in the moment and, and talking about it is you're getting like our initial impressions, right? Mm-hmm. Coming right off the direct, we hit record and we go. Um, now we have like a week to sit back and... Uh, I mentioned last week on the show, I asked Rebecca because I, I had heard a little, I'd seen this a couple tweets. I didn't realize it was going to be as widespread as it became. Um, most of the internet really thinks that the director was bad. <laughs> I, that seems to be the case. These, a lot of people, uh, I know like IGN, I was listening to uh, Game Scoop. They had like a whole 40 minutes about how bad it was. Uh, that's a real thing. Um, which, look. I'm not here to prove them wrong or tell anybody that they're not allowed to have it. I remember Garrett, you were uh, last week. You said you gave it a seven. Yeah, it, it, it was. Right. It, it was good. Like I didn't want to, I didn't want to argue about it because yeah. it's your opinion. Like you're allowed to have your opinion, right? Other people thought this was trash, <laughs> but apparently, with regards to that, I wanted to start here because I'm going to push the Skyward Sword. I think a lot of it has to do with Skyward Sword. So let's move that into a separate kind of okay. bullet point here. I think it's objectively wrong to call this direct bad. And I have a really hard time coming <laughs> to grips with anybody that thinks it's bad. And my, my only evidence really that I even need to present to make that case is other directs. This was objectively better than a lot of other directs that we've had. Um, I could point you to many over the last 10 years that weren't even bad, but were definitely not as good as this past one, mm-hmm. um, which made me really kind of think. And oftentimes, I get in my my own head about these things, and I think they're There's good for. <laughs> I think they're good <laughs> podcast like conversations because it's like the part of me that I kept coming back to is if you think it was bad, then what would have made it good? And I think a lot of people like their answer is Breath of the Wild two or Metroid. Yeah, like uh, you need a lot certain of people games. People were on there. whining for one of those two things. And like Breath of the Wild 2, I won't call it whining. They announced the game. It's been a while since we've seen it. I understand it. I get it. I don't agree that like they have to show it to you or therefore a show is bad because, um, and I feel like I'm just kind of being the voice of reason here is a Zelda game. We waited on Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. for like seven years. Like that's kind of how Zelda games go. Big Zelda games. That's the way it is. And I know a lot of people thought or expected it to be out this year or now but you were wrong like they 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 never dated it and just because it wasn't there doesn't make it bad in this direct though we got a ton of games just so what do you like 30 games that we went through last we week got 30 of them 
from yeah. like the first half of the year mostly. Exactly. Like 30 yeah. games. We got a ton of games. Just we got because a- the games don't ca- just because the direct didn't cater to your once specifically doesn't make it a bad direct. <laughs> yeah, we got a Mario Golf game. We got uh EA games. We got a, a reveal for Splatoon, which is a that's a huge it's reveal. We got a lot of Japanese <laughs> Weibo games like <laughs> we got a Zelda remaster that's also huge. It's like what yeah. did you want? And, and a lot of- they ignored Breath of the Wild too. They said we're going to give you information about it when we're ready later this year. It's not like they swept it under the rug and forgot about it. They they told us it's coming. Like we're better off <laughs> Zelda fans. We're better off than most other Nintendo franchises right now. Ooh, Kyle <laughs> coming in with the Fall Guys. We got Fall, Fall Guys on yeah. Switch. Like that was objectively, objectively a good direct. Like to call it a bad direct yeah. feels like clickbait. It's whining. I, I think it's a lot of people that are entitled because they didn't get specifically the specific things that they wanted this time. I think that's the case. There was a lot of people that that try to criticize it. It was like, well, we needed that one major game that they announced like three years ago. And I remember when we were talking about it, our initial expectations before the presentation we didn't expect Breath of the Wild 2 to be in no, there. I, yeah, we, we, we didn't expect I, Metroid to be in there. So. Like last year, and I'm just because, like last year, I feel really good about my predictions for the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really good. <laughs> I feel like a day. Right. You, you really did. With the Mario <laughs> Golf, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> um, oh. That's just sure happenstance. But, like, yeah, I, I'm not expecting Breath of the Wild 2 this year. For, for a lot of reasons, which we're going to get into. But yeah, the whole, it was this direct bad. And I think by a lot of like very popular influencers, that was a train that I was very, not shocked because like it's YouTube. Like how can you be shocked by like, that's what they do, right? Somebody does something that's popular. Everybody copies it and does the same thing, the same thumbnail 30 different times. I mean, I just, I was a little just caught off guard, I guess. I was I just like, was, wow, I, this I, is I, bad. I, now this is what equals bad. Cause, and, and to Garrett, what I would have argued, like if I wanted to argue about your seven, is if this is a seven, then boy, that's a high bar. Because I guarantee you going forward, if you think this direct was bad, going forward, most directs won't meet this direct. Like it just won't. You won't have 30 games. You won't have these kind of reveals. You won't have that many because most directs don't. Well, I think I rated myself just based off of personal preference. Sure. Like, like, and I'm not taking, I'm, I'm just using you as an example to kind right. of make my case. I'm not, I know like seven's a good score. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, not mm-hmm. even worried about your number. It's just kind of like the idea, you know, like this direct wasn't good enough. It's like, man, you stack this up against other directs and it's definitely like in the top tier. We even got a smash. I go to Roberto and Chess says even the smash reveal was hype. I don't even that was really personally cool. like the smash fighter, but we got a smash fighter. And I know this is one that a lot of people really wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I, interesting. It's real interesting. The, the other impression I hear, not just bad, but like just throwing it off like it's casual like it's like oh this was gonna be huge it's like eh, now we just got mario golf okay cool that's it like that's the kind of vibe i'm getting from these influencers for for the people that didn't like it like we saw mostly games that are coming in the first half of the year meaning we're probably gonna get a direct sometime in june ish Yeah, there's still more to come around e3 for the because we have to know what's coming in the second half of the year we don't know yet I mm-hmm. thought from the start it was going to be a banger year for software. I think we're going to have a lot of games. Like your wallet's going to hurt this year if you're a <laughs> if you're a hardcore enthusiast Switch owner. I think you're buying 10, 12, maybe more games. Like easy. 
You have a just lot of games on. Not because on, apparently, <laughs> apparently they don't like the things that we like. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Yeah, I mean, and I do know a part of me when I was thinking about this really hard, like I get it. I'd said in discord the day of like best direct ever, no more heroes, Mario and golf, like and that happened. So like, I get that this direct was tailored to me. I got the yeah. games that I want. So I get that. But even that said, like I'm almost kind of like removing myself from those two games and just even looking at the other games that were there, you know, it's like people are just kind of throw Splatoon away. Like it's not, a, that's a huge announcement. That's Splatoon it's a gigantic three. That's announcement. Huge, huge. What you, I think it's hilarious. I don't but no Metroid. It's like, Splatoon 1 sold more than every Metroid game combined. <laughs> it's a There's big a deal. I think it's for Nintendo's New York store um, where it has Mario, um, Isabel, the Inkling, and Link kind of like running in a line. And those are the four main franchises that Nintendo cares about right now. They care. Mm. Those are the top four. Whether people like to admit it or not, Animal Crossing and Splatoon have wedged their way up there with oh, Mario. That's true. Link. Definitely. So. Definitely. People need to remember that. And uh, as Kyle says, the Nintendo Direct is still the superior showcase. Uh, my One of my favorite tweets that I've ever done was today's after the PlayStation right. show. I was Save like, and play. people thought the Direct was bad. <laughs> like, if you compare it to other like shows, it's like, man, that was a really good showing. But who knows? Maybe we're just uh, fanboys. And you know what? That's our job. This is the Nintendo Shack. We're a big Nintendo fan. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it's our job to bring that perspective. Um, okay. I talked about Skyward Sword. I think a lot of people's enthusiasm with this direct and the people that maybe it didn't hit for, I think a lot of it is centered around Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword's been kind of not through the mud as per se, but there's a lot of people that uh, have made a lot of arguments arguing about the price. They're arguing about the Mm -hmm. the additions, the lack thereof. Lots of interesting. Let's start with $60. (laughs) I don't know why anybody's shocked. No that Skyward Sword is $60. Guys, Metopia is $60. Everything Nintendo Metopia. releases on console I is can't $60. Metopia is $60. <laughs> I saw a lot of people um, online, uh, like a very common narrative was the Mass Effect trilogy is $60 and Uncharted or Halo is $60. And it's like, yeah. So I guess the idea of that that take, like putting that take on your Twitter is to like pull out the hypocrisy in gaming. But that's a known thing. We all know that to be true. Console players got to pay for patches. Like, not every remaster sells for the same. Not every collection sells for the same. The idea is, it, it has nothing to do with, like, the amount of content or what the content is. The idea is that it is a new console release game, and those typically go for $60. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's Zelda. It's it, going it's to sell for 60 Zelda. People are comparing it to the $40 trilogies that Activision puts out. But, but Those guess what not the, sell for $60 the way that Skyward Sword will. Guess what the number one retail pre-order on Amazon was? Skyward, Skyward Sword. Sword. <laughs> it was Skyward Sword. So it's like, it's hilarious because everybody whines about this with Nintendo and then like it happens and then everybody buys it and it sells 8 million copies. And you're like, yeah, it's going to, ke- they're going to keep doing that. And I'm not pointing out to like, say they're wrong. I just think it's funny that like, we're always pointing out like the differences in. And one of the things that like these past consoles really made me very aware of is that every company is held to a different standard because that's how they've conditioned their fans. And there are tons of these double standards across the console platforms, across PC, across games, even within the same company, across franchises. Some franchises just mean more than others. It's just the truth. It's reality. 
So what's the point in pointing it out? All the money. <laughs> all the money. I mean, was uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker, they were individual games for $60? 60, I paid $60 each. Sure. I mean, it's we should expect this, actually. Like, we should expect $60. I think we're very lucky that Nintendo hasn't already started charging $70 for these games. <laughs> That's a very good They're point. They're like, oh, wait, Sony's That's doing it? That's a very good point. We can do it, too, then. Well, but we're lucky that they haven't yet. Um, I was very critical the way that, not very critical. I wasn't very critical. I had to defend myself very, very strongly, uh, against Caroline and Rebecca and a little sort of fed. I was critical of the way that I thought Skyward Sword looked. Mm. I will say that I went back and I watched the full HD trailer on demand. I could see it in like, in its yeah. best form. I think it looks better than maybe I was giving it credit, credit for. It does look pretty clean. It's a very nice picture. It it mm. seems to be on par with the dolphin. Like as much as I could put them side by side, they seem to be really, really close. It's just, you know, up resing and then yeah. fixing up the textures. I mean, that's, I, I feel like that's all you can really ask for other than doing a massive rehaul or more lighting. I don't know. I know we talked about this last week, but man, for years and years and years, the only conversation I ever heard about Skyward Sword is if they ever remake it for them to add traditional controls. And now that they went and did that and they didn't have to. People give them no credit. And they're not even talking about it. They're like, "Uh, whatever. Conversation around Skyward Sword for the past 10 years. Now. And now that they did it, nobody cares. Skyward Sword's one of the least selling like big 3D Zelda games, correct? I think In terms so. of like, yeah. Oh, I think okay. a large part of that is people that don't realize how ingrained motion controls are. I think people are thinking like Wii Sports. People don't realize how accurate and those, it was a big deal to remake those controls. It's not like a thing they went in and flipped. They mm. didn't go into an, uh, an emulator and flip on the setting. That's not, they had to remake the control scheme. They did more to this than they did for the Mario collection. Oh, 100%. (laughs) They absolutely did. Just in controls, just in controls alone. And then on top of that, we're getting some sort of amiibo support, according to the page. Way rather than put all the effort into the controls, which is what people have been talking Mm -hmm. about, which I think is the thing that really matters here, than making making the graphics look absolutely stellar or making every single quality of life change that people have been asking for. I think the controls thing is the most important thing that people have been talking about for the past 10 years. 100% agree with you. Absolutely. I, I would not have I would not have pre-ordered the game if they had released it with traditional motion controls. Yeah. I wouldn't have pre-ordered it. And I totally pre-ordered it. And I'm very excited. I think that could have been something people would get mad about, but they did it and they didn't have to. And the sixty dollar thing is just strange. Like people are so hung up on that. It's like I understand that collections and there are games that hit forty and stuff like that, but Nintendo games don't. No, so like what do. a weird expectation for you to have them. Like that's such a weird like what did you expect them to roll out Skyward Sword HD for 20 bucks? Like that's never going to happen. Oh. It was never on the table. <laughs> I think that's, they just like people like to complain. Yeah, I mean well ultimately yeah. I mean Twitter does become kind of like an easy avenue to do that and like you see somebody doing it it's easy for everybody to kind of jump on that wagon. So they're entitled to have that. They're entitled to have that. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being upset over it. It's just the, the, you know, it's just not very realistic, I guess, is the best way of, of putting it. Uh, more Zelda seem to be on the way, though, uh, after the direct and while we were recording after the show, several journalists and influencers went on to make tweets or posts or blogs that seem to indicate that more Zelda games are coming with both Andy Robinson from uh, VCG mm-hmm. and Tom Phillips from Humor Gamer, both tweeting, teasing, if you will, 
that uh, give it a couple months. Those Wind Waker and Twilight games will be on the way. Oh, I will give it a couple of months. Jeff Grubb's article on this was very, very good. It makes yep. sense, the yep. whole plan. So, <laughs> I mean, I I do see it as they're going to let Skyward Sword simmer. They're going to let it get the sales. Mm-hmm. Then come August, September, right around the same time frame that we had for the Mario. They probably won't even give us too much notice. They'll, they'll say, oh, by the way, in three weeks, you can play Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. A lot of people are hoping for a double pack. I've seen some people hope for another game, like a three pack. I said it three or four weeks ago on the show. I'd be happy if they don't make us buy them all individually, but if they did, I'd still buy them individually. I would still buy probably Wind Waker (laughs) and Twilight Princess. No joke. I want to play them. So I did say before, I don't see them doing a double pack because they could get their money's worth and sell them for $60 each. But I think if they're going to go the route of putting both of them out on the shelves for this Christmas alongside Skyward Sword's first Christmas on the shelf, I think they will do a double pack just because I think they can probably get more sales out of a bundle of the two of them than probably each one individually individually if they were were separate. I think it's worth for the buck. A double pack makes it almost a no-brainer. Yeah. I Whereas think if you were doing one thing. or the other, somebody might buy one. That's Yeah, that's exactly. But yep. not the other. Yeah. Whereas more people will buy the bundle because you're right. It's this value. It's two great Zelda games. Yeah. Yeah. W- w- double pack for $60. I just, I find these two games, I know that they're like close in timeline wise, but like they're very different games. They're, they like, are. They're extremely different. Yeah, they are. That's and, a weird thing. I think with different. double pack. But unlike Skyward Sword, Skyward Sword, this is the first time it's been remastered. This is new. These aren't new. These are relatively current. Right, they're you know, ports. They came out a couple years ago. So For they're sure. ports. So that also kind of lends credit to do the double pack. You know, just throw the little extra in there. Just keep it going. <laughs> I just, I, I don't point. know. No, I hear what you're saying, Garrett. I think that's a good point because marketing wise, how would they, how would that look? Like, you're right. Like, you, it would be very like relatively dark gritty if mature s- zelda versus happy to i'm just thinking if of they like, sell it as the anniversary edition i'm just That's thinking all of a really non-zelda like fan like a non-zelda switch owner it's like i yeah. see this i see this double pack and it's like okay these are these old games I, i'm thinking of a mom trying to for a present for a kid it's like what is this double pack of Zelda? It does whatever. Look very conflicting to somebody who's not a Zelda fan. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Musher asks, do you think we could see a bundle for more than 60, but not the price of the two full games? Nah, I don't I, think Nintendo they normally doesn't do that, but um, just to give the question some clearance, maybe they could do like, uh, let's say they did release them separately. Maybe they're $60 each. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing some sort of, if you buy both on the eShop, then you get a discount because they do that sometimes. I don't want to buy them on the eShop though. I want them for my clock. I, I know. I was saying, let's say they release them individually, $60 mm-hmm. each. I could see them doing some sort of bundle. I think they're going to be a double pack. Um, I don't think there's another game, but if there is, let's just, Get it out there. Let's let's entertain. They're going to throw a third game in there, and they're going to make it the anniversary collection. What game is it? It would have to be Ocarina of Time, and I say mm. that because I think that would make more sense with the marketing thing that me and Garrett are talking about because you have Ocarina of Time as your main game, and then maybe they'll acknowledge the timeline and say this is how it splits. The downfall timeline is Wind huh. Waker. The uh, the whatever is is um, sure because that's how they connect. You're right, Garrett. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess don't really connect without without Ocarina yeah. in that equation. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I also don't see them acknowledging the timeline in marketing. Does it make any? I I was gonna say I don't think that 
I don't, I don't think that matters, but it's a good point. And I was going to say, I mean, it's not, it's completely different though with Mario because Mario is not really a campaign, but like the three games we got in the Mario collection are also extremely different. Like Sunshine 64 and Galaxy are very not, different in terms of like the three genre Mario of Mario games, games though. Yeah. I mean, they're, I know that, but, but I mean, Zelda's are the 3D Zelda games. Like well, they're I, very I, different I, in the same way. Like Galaxy is extremely different from Sunshine. But, but it's not the same difference as like a dark gritty Zelda. Yeah, 100% way. get it. Yeah. Like I said, it doesn't make as much sense with Mario. Um, I mean, personally, I just don't know if that would stop them from, I don't think it's going to stop them. From oh yeah. They're going to, they're going to sell it's the Wii U HD pack. Like, see, it's like the ports just make sense because of they've both been remastered, both released near the similar time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it makes sense. I, I want to say it, I'm not, con- I'm not convinced that they won't just be separate releases. <laughs> A lot of people are saying they will. So I'll, I'll believe, but I just don't want to get my hopes up because uh, I will buy them separately. If they come, we'll out be spending $120 this year, <laughs> this September. I will, I, you know what? To the people that hate Skyward Surfer 60, I will happily give you $60 for Wind Waker. I'd pay more. I'd happily pay more for Wind Waker if they would let me do that. If, if they could let me do it today, let me do it today, and I will give you more. I will absolutely give you more. They're listening. <laughs> I can also see a double pack, and then also if you sell them individually in the eShop, it'd be like forty bucks each. I could see that. I, that's something oh, I could really? see very I don't much. Think of. They're going to sell it for less than sixty dollars on the eShop. Well, if there's I a double pack, so yeah. I'm just saying I think they could. Yeah, if, I don't if they think go so. the double pack route. What they normally do, and it's not them. Let me be clear. Nintendo doesn't normally do this, but what we've seen a lot of folks in the eShop do. So I know that like their system is a place to do it. If you buy one, then you get a discount on the other. That's what that, Zangbar just said in chat. Yeah. It happens that. a lot on the eShop with different games. And I could see maybe, maybe Nintendo wanting to be nice and doing something like that. Yeah. Maybe for a limited period of time. Like you've got to buy it for <laughs> like, if you buy by the end of the month. Oh no. <laughs> They're listening. Not <laughs> talking. Don't do it. <laughs> um I will only say this just to offer a different take, because I agree with you, Rebecca. Ocarina seems to make sense. But ever since I've seen Link's Awakening on Switch, I've long wondered if Link Between Worlds might make its way mm-hmm. over at some point nice. again. And um I could see that being something. Like I could definitely see that being like a thing. I think it's a very good game. Um, it is a and, very good and very underrated game. I don't think a lot of people really played Link Between Worlds as as. I as think it would be crazy to throw that in a collection. I think that's something you poured on its own. Yeah, <laughs> personally, for sure. I'm, just for out there. I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there. I, I don't think it's real, but I'm just throwing it out there. Especially with that one, they need to do a lot more upresing and stuff. They can't. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as easy as moving Wind Waker and Twilight Princess from Wii U to Switch. I think there's much more work involved with getting sure. it from 3ds to absolutely. Did you, when you, were, was I the only one? Like when you played Link's Awakening on Switch, did you also kind of think I was like, man, Link Between Worlds would be really cool like this? I haven't played Link's Awakening on oh, Switch. Never mind. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have a question here. Now that we've digested for over a week, how do we feel about this direct now? Because I had a couple things that I wanted to highlight. First and foremost, those Joy Cons. I have them pre-ordered. Oh, As okay. I've slept on them, I don't think I'm going to keep them. Oh, okay. Um, I went and bought my own Zelda Joy-Cons off Etsy. Um, I posted pictures in Rebecca's Discord. I will post pictures on Twitter when they actually arrive. The more and more I stare at them, I think the less I like them. Uh, I mentioned Mm. before, the color thing is weird to me, that they're so close in shade. I don't like that, but I I get it. 
most joy cons are sold as different colors. Like that doesn't bother me, but even like the design themselves, like the inlays, Rebecca, ever since you kind of brought up like those symbols, like I can't, st- it's not the one, like the skyward wing I'm good with. It's the other one. It's the, the oh, triforce, so like the weird thing. That go. I'm like, yeah. what is that? Why is this here? I like, I, I want to be like scrape it off. So it's just kind of, <laughs> seriously. I'm the more I look at it and I, you know what it is? I think it's this monster hunter joy gun. Like I'm like, uh, pretty close. Look yeah. how good these are. Oh, and okay. then look at these. These are like the off brand version of those. Interesting. Just, Zelda deserves better. They could have done better. They could have done a better job of those joy guns. I think. I actually had them in my cart and then I thought for a second, it's like, am I ever going to use these? Probably not <laughs> like at all. And it's like, what function do I have? And other than to keep them and collect them, I'm not a Zelda fan. I just kind of they like look they're better gonna look pretty on my shelf is what exactly. They look a lot better when you put the grip on them with the grip. They look a lot better together than without the mm. grip. I, I do think that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do think the color thing, like, I'm very interested why they, why you haven't seen them on a switch. There's no marketing pictures of them on a switch that I've seen. Mm. And I looked for it. That's I was true. like Googling and thinking, I think it's because of the way they look. I think when you put them on the switch, I think you're gonna be like, it's just a little weird because it's so close in shade. And like, I get it and I understand why and everything. It's just from a, like a, a visual, from an eye perspective, it, it, I think it just throws me off. I wish they were both that dark indigo color. I think yeah. that would be really nice. That would have been nice. I agree with you. Um, so anything else you guys know you've slept on about a, a week or so? You got anything else that you may have changed a bit on the direct? I actually just went like through bits and pieces today of the direct just to see, okay, what are the actual games that were coming out and whatever. I was like, guys, this was like, there's a lot of good stuff in there. There was at least like half of that stuff I'm, I'm in, like interested in. I actually, I did a markup on Twitter, basically what games that. I'm interested in, what I'm actually going to buy. It was like 80% of those games. Like I'm either for sure getting or. That's successful. I'm, That's a yeah. successful marketing pitch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I, I mean, I don't think it was a bad direct, like it's far away from a bad direct, but it, it was pretty good. Yeah. Rebecca? Same. I, I think I, see, I feel pretty much the same as I did last week. Um, regardless of how many games I actually get due to my own preferences, I do think that there is stuff, you know, there's plenty there that I will find it very hard to believe that there isn't at least one or two things that nearly everybody who has a Nintendo Switch would like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was a large variety, and I think due to the fact that it was mostly focused on the first half of the year gives you hope for the second half of the year if maybe there wasn't a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. But man, ending on Splatoon 3, it could have been just Splatoon 3, and I would have felt great about You're it. over the moon. Just because I didn't, th- I had that so like set in my mind that that wasn't going to happen on the Switch. Yeah. I remember. So, that was pretty I, big. I have like fought you guys on it. I told you there will be no Splatoon. I totally thought it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> I, I fought you guys on it and I was wrong and I could not be more over the moon to be wrong. Your Mario Kart argument makes sense because of how well it sells, but like the Splatoon one I never got because Splatoon 2 definitely did feel like a like an enhanced port. It, it was, was a half the similar but better. Didn't not, think felt confident enough in it. But like a brand new one. Because like and ultimately, my my only argument against Splatoon um, for you was just I see another three or four years in the Switch at least, and that's mm-hmm. if they don't extend it by keep upgrading models. So that means they definitely need another Splatoon. <laughs> like like it has to. Like you can't go that long without it. They don't I think yeah. they have enough software to hold up on. 
If they had continued the events in Splatoon 2, it might have been different. But yes. You're right. Yeah. The mm-hmm. fact that it's ended and they've been developing, yeah, makes sense. Can't wait. I did dig into the No More Heroes trailer a little bit. I know a lot of people don't want to know the insight to that, but um, I think it looks good. The gameplay that they showed I thought looked a little rough. I actually looked at that trailer today, too. I was like, this kind of looks blurry and Yeah, rough. the gameplay elements. Like, the CG stuff looks great. Like, the cutscene. Yeah, amazing. the CG looks fine. Yeah. I don't know how about the alien stuff. Like, we've had, like, weird, crazy characters no more heroes forever. But I do mm-hmm. like the assassins and they had human elements to them. I have faith in Suda that I'll enjoy it because I like the other two. So, who knows? I, I imagine it will be a lot of the same. So, I, I'm, you know, but there was a part of me just a little. I'm just like... I hope they nail it because the fact that like, they're so all too. aliens, it's like the space jam thing. It's like, we'll see. It's a definitely a departure. The mini games look cool. And I do expect that. I mean, the game will look better by the time it ships. Like it was, it's further away than I was expecting. I was expecting to be soon. Mm. If you would, I was, if you would ask me, if you would have told me like Donnie, the direct today is going to have no more heroes on it. You get to predict when it's out. I'd be like, no later than may. And the fact that like, you know, it's pushed, like there's still some time for them to do some polish for sure. I, it looks kind of, Tech. I, I don't know. There's a lot going on in that trailer. There, it doesn't there's look a lot of It never has. Effects. Yeah. Okay. But No More Heroes 2, especially the port of No More Heroes 2, like the new one, mm-hmm. looks cleaner <laughs> right. than the new game does. And I, I think that's interesting. I, th- I would like to see it again. I would like to see more of it instead of like, like you said, there's a lot of cuts. You get a cut of it in a game, a cut of a CG, a cut of gameplay, a cut. Of, there's a lot of cuts. I'd like to see. 15 minutes of gameplay. I'd like right. to really see the game. Right. Um, Kyle asks, will the Legend of Zelda 35th anniversary have more directs after the Mario 35th are delisted and discontinued? When do they get discontinued? In March? March 31st. <laughs> mm, probably. D-day. Probably I, one direct. I think um, not after March 31st. I think after Skyward Sword. I think it'll be the oh, yeah. Mario. Yeah, that's that's kind of exactly what I was thinking last week. I was like, well, you can announce the stuff after Skyward Sword, so then the sticker shock and them being different doesn't really matter all that much. Mm-hmm. Get Skyward Sword out the door. By the way, we got more Zelda for you. Keep playing Zelda games. Yeah. Um, speaking of Zelda, happy anniversary, Zelda. Was Sunday was the anniversary of Zelda? Mm-hmm. And then uh, you two have your own little anniversary here, as Rebecca reminded me, that February 21st of last year, Mark the first episode that Garrett and Rebecca joined the Nintendo Shack, and we have been running ever since. Um, I wanted to ask on the just because of the anniversary, what's your mm-hmm. favorite Zelda game and why? Or if you choose your favorite Zelda memory, and then I wanted to ask you too, how has a year of Nintendo Shack been? Uh, I'll go first. Favorite Zelda game? I still think it's linked to the past. But I haven't played it in, in such a long time. The only reason why I pick A Link to the Past because I have a lot of childhood memory and connection with my grandmother playing together a lot with her. It was more like me taking over the controller and spending all of her lives on like the last few levels. So I wasn't really knowing what to do. But every time I go back to it's Link so to cute. the Past, I know, right? It's <laughs> it's hilarious. My grandma didn't enjoy it. But um, every time I play Link to the Past, like hear the music, see the graphics, and I'm like it, that nostalgia just fills up instantly for me, for sure. Um, that's That's kind of like my favorite game and favorite moments. 
I also have to say A Link to the Past as well for very similar reasons. It was my first um, Zelda game. I have a lot of memories of playing it with my dad. Um, my favorite memories are always just getting a new game and playing with him. Just, mm-hmm. um, love Zelda just as much as I do. And uh, it's the only video game that he plays. And he has done crazy things like camp out at Best Buy or Walmart or Circuit City or whatever it was to go get the Wii for me so that we could get Twilight. That's awesome. I really hope my daughter and Jack have memories like that about me when they're <laughs> older. I really do. Yeah, we a wild together. So just always getting a new Zelda game and playing it together. And that's um, cool. It's cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. My favorite Zelda game is Wind Waker. I've, I've waffled back and forth. Breath of the Wild is really, really good, and it's definitely my second one. But the more and more I've played Breath of the Wild two or Breath of the Wild twice now, mm-hmm. and I think that second playthrough really like it's not the charm and the story and the combat and how much fun I have when I play Wind Waker just really sets it apart for me. Um, my Zelda connection started with Ocarina. I had a friend that lived at the trailer next door to me and I used to go and watch him play. I couldn't play, but I could watch him play because I didn't have my own system. And I, I remember uh, he printed off a guide, a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. So I would be his walkthrough. I would sit there and tell him what to do and I would have the folder while he did it. Fun. And then uh, when I got my own GameCube, it was like, you know, my first launch system that I think I bought myself. And uh, Wind Waker was a, a big deal when it, when it finally came out. And I was, that was like the thing that kind of started it. So I don't have those early Zelda roots that most people have. I didn't do Link to the Past too much later. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. What do you guys uh, think about a year of Shaq? It hasn't felt like a year, but I'm going to be completely honest. Like, kind of a letdown? Oh, no. <laughs> no we're, we're a letdown with you, Donnie. <laughs> exactly. I think we joined at a very good time i mm-hmm. think it was right at the beginning of the pandemic i think <laughs> yeah that's it obviously a, i think a struggle for a lot it's of us omen. no <laughs> darkness <Just> cruise over <laughs> lifestyle changing and not being able to like kind of get out as much and keeping a routine i think has been important through the pandemic and this has become part of my routine it's something i really have always looked forward to every week you know it's the mm-hmm. set time every week. I haven't missed a single week. Both of you guys have missed weeks. I have yes, not girl. missed a single week since starting. Um, I just love having that routine and having this place where we can just talk about games freely. And it's just, I, I really love it. Oh, I, 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 I definitely the same thing for me. Um, it's really fun just to talk about games and then the news. I was like, oh, this is podcasting. Cool. This is and and it's really fun to lead into these discussions. It's fun to have, you know. It's like we have cool discussions, but also constructive arguments. Like every now and then, um, I love like you know bringing in my own spin of RPGs and let you guys just bore you guys to death, and especially <laughs> with uh, Atelier Riser, yeah, um, Donnie's game of the year, um, right, all time. I hate this so much, people. Every time. We have such good inside jokes here. Every time anything of that game gets announced, somebody had like Figma figures about that game and like some Japanese account and somebody tagged me. And I was like, why does this keep happening? <laughs> I see him like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm doing this. <laughs> this is awesome. But you're right there. We each bring something that's different. Yeah, for sure. And I think, Donnie, you did a really good job of making sure that um, that there was kind of that representation with us. 
Oh, did you guys like jumping through my games? I talk about Animal Crossing when you guys uh, get bored to tears, which by the way, you didn't put in the show notes. They're bringing back the Sanrio Amiibo cards, which not just that, but you can scan them. And we did that. What? Didn't we already talk about those cards? But it just came out today. It's not just the cards that it's bringing back the villagers. So they're adding Ah. villagers to the game now, which gotcha. Previously available. Well, folks, that shows how much I'm paying attention. (laughs) The news and things are swirling around that game. My job to make sure Animal Crossing gets in the (laughs) How'd you guys like my uh my application tryout process? Were you nervous? I don't think I've even asked you. I don't think I was nervous with a Donnie. I went and bought a webcam for this. Oh wow. I didn't own a webcam before this. Well, and now now you're you've seen all around the internet. So look you there. So welcome quite popular. <laughs> I knew uh I knew Rebecca was gonna be great at this a long time. I've I've known Rebecca through the internet um for a long time for this because she's listened to Shaq for a long time and was like one of our most active listeners. And um I think you guys will agree with this now that you're doing it. When somebody new shows up, like in your Twitter or your Discord or whatever, and you don't know them, but they found your show and they like it. That's like a really seminal feeling and it sticks with mm-hmm. you. Like you remember that person. You're like, wow, this is so cool. Cause it's, it's not like the same old, same old that you see, um, you know, like with the other people that are on the network or the people in PSVD for, for, you know, like our other podcasters. But like when somebody just knew, shows, that was Rebecca. Like Rebecca used to send in questions and she used to send in pictures. I'll never forget Rebecca. You sent me a picture of, was it Shaq playing on your radio? It was, yes. Yeah, so I mm. would listen to the show every week on my commutes to grad school. Um, that's exclusively where I never listened to any of the live shows. It was my commute podcast that I listened to. And I think, yeah, I think I remember the picture that you're talking about. I think I had pulled into work or school. It's or the first time that I had seen like this little, thing I was yeah. doing in somebody's car. Yeah. And I was oh, like, that's this cool. is just so cool. And I've never forgotten it. And uh, I just, I knew from talking to her from her questions and all that, I was like, man, Rebecca would be really, really good. Thank you. And I remember reaching out to her and she's like, I don't know. And I was just shy. And I was like, <laughs> I've never done anything. Like, this has all, like, helped me break out of my shell a lot because I consider myself to be a shy person. Like, I did not imagine myself doing a podcast. And when you, yeah, when you messaged me, I didn't, I doubted like that I could do this. <laughs> Like get in front of the screen and talk to like people listening to it, and you were you were right. Then on the Garrett front, uh, hello. I, I honestly, in the Venn diagram that I was always wanting, I thought you filled in a much needed gap. A lot of the things that Rebecca brought to the show that I think our listeners still wanted. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, um, Caroline. Uh, a lot of the things that Caroline brought to the show mm-hmm. when she decided to step away, I was like, man, this is really going to suck for me. I think a lot of people really were attached um, to that sort of content. I wanted to somewhat try and replace it, or at least make sure that it was represented. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting to know Garrett and having known Garrett for as long as I had and him circling in other communities, to be quite honest with you, I think the message that I sent Sean, um, like the day after Caroline stepped away, I think I right. wrote Sean a message. I was like, you think Garrett would do it? Because uh, I, I kind of thought you were, I was surprised that somebody hadn't already offered you a chance already. Oh, That's kind of oh, where I was with on the Garrett train. I was like, why isn't he on a podcast already? Like you're friends with like 30 of these people that all have a podcast, but you didn't have one. It didn't I was into any, it, man. It didn't make any sense. right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be next man up. Like he's the first guy on the bench here. So um, Sean, Sean was definitely like, you should definitely reach out to Garrett. 
Oh, and then so me and Eric, like, didn't hardly even know each other before this. Like, I think maybe nope. we talked a couple times on the, like, I maybe like even, even, like, right. it was like, the first time we were meeting was, I was that, like, oh, hi, Rebecca, how's it going? And then we I, did a show. <laughs> like, we wouldn't really measure anything, but like, just, I think the chemistry between all of us is really good. And I think that's what makes it work. We don't get mad at each other. We don't take anything too seriously. We have fun. We have jokes. The inside jokes are, sure. are great. And <laughs> I think every, I do think you're right. Like the whole schedule, like we have a scheduled hangout, right? And that's what the podcasts really are. At least that's how I've always wanted my podcasts to be. I want them to be fun, mm-hmm. you know, as much as possible. So thank you guys for joining the show. I continue to, to love you. what you're doing. Um, and uh, yeah, so happy one year anniversary. Yay. Good stuff. Yay. Tomorrow. We have Pokemon news as a Pokemon presents has been announced. It will air tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Our time, my time, Eastern time, the real world time. I don't know what the rest of everybody else That's like early. Well, I drew, I drew is in Australia. What the hell does that, does he watching it now? Is that that's, how that works? I have no idea how that works. That's 12 hours. Like, <laughs> what, like up, that's the upside down. That's the inside yeah. out. <laughs> uh, they, they did announce that it will be approximately 20 minutes long. Uh, Rebecca, you shared that according to a child product certification filed in January, that looks like they're reprinting the Pokeball Plus. Wow. Oh, I forgot I shared that. Yeah, I think that's that's <laughs> making people speculate that they're Uh-oh. let's go news. <laughs> I retweeted that with like the biggest laugh out loud gift because I was I just want to watch the internet when that happens. I just <laughs> I so bad want them but to be you, like you let's are like go. me. You Did don't you mind see the Pokeball. Pokeball. I right? want it to be let's go. Yeah, I am that I person. I want it to be let's go. I just know. That I'm like one of six people. Especially, <laughs> it's not much it's people. Sinnoh, especially if it's Sino and it's not Jojo. <laughs> oh man, it's going to be so fun. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Twenty minutes. It's the longest one. I, um, I was oh, really. Merrick's. Um, he went back and said how long each of the Pokemon Day presentations were, That's and good. it's the longest one. Um, hmm. So quite think, a bit. I think we'll see Pokemon Snap. I think we'll see yeah. Pokemon Unite. And I think we will see a Pokemon remake. And mm-hmm. I hope, I'm going to say it, I hope it's a Let's Go game. That's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be Let's Go. And, I mean, Shaq listeners, you've heard me say this since the last Let's Go. I want it to be Let's Go Gold and Silver. That's what I want it to be. It, that's definitely happening. I think that's 100% happening. Whether it's coming this, well, it, uh, it could be this year or later. Now with this reprint with Pokeball Plus. People are going to go nuts. Okay, like, here's the two possibilities for, there. I, I think there's three scenarios as far as remakes go. Okay. You can tell me which one you think is most likely. Mm-hmm. If we're going based off of the Let's Go thing, I think it could either be Let's Go Sinnoh, the Gen 4 remakes, which has been hotly rumored. I think there have been some mildly credible leaks saying that they're remaking Sinnoh. Um, Let's go Johto generation two, which would make the most logical sense after let's go Pikachu and Eevee Mm -hmm. or um, Sinnoh remakes in the style of sword and shield. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Those are the three only possibilities realistically that we have, which one do you think? I was thinking, all right. So before all this came out, I'm not going to lie to you. The the Pokeball threw me off because most does. likely, like leading into this, most likely, I was like Diamond and Pearl remakes, like the the other ones. But before that, like two years ago, I was thinking that we'd get Let's Go, a new game, a new Let's Go, maybe then another remake, and then a new game. So in my head, like before all these rumors, and everything started this year. In my head, 
back when I was hoping for Let's Go Gold and Silver, that's what I thought was going to happen. We get Let's Go Gold and Silver. Mm-hmm. Next year, we get a remake of Diamond and Pearl. And then we get the next Pokemon game. Yeah. And then all this Diamond and Pearl thing like just took over. And I was like, yeah. well, I guess that's it. And I'm just completely wrong. <laughs> um, I want it to be Let's Go Gold and Silver. I don't want it to be Let's Go Sin. Like, I kind of want to see the internet on that. that let's be- Go Sino is a very unique. <laughs> it's just a troll in my mind. I don't want it to happen. There. I just want to watch the internet be- when they're like, it's happening. And then that Pokeball comes. <laughs> the, the scenario that would happen there is people would be pissed on Twitter, <laughs> but that game will still sell. Oh, they'll all sell. They'll all sell. What what I think is going to happen most likely is still the Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes, and then the Pokeball Plus will have some f- form of functionality within that game, and also maybe Sword you and Shield. You think it will be Sword and Shield style, though? You think it will not be Let's Go style? That's correct. I also think what could possibly happen, and I, I don't think they've done it before, but I think they could try this out, do a Let's Go Johto in the summer of some kind, like August or September. Down. Double down and then do a oh, Pokemon yeah, Diamond. That's Pearl. good. I would love that. Um, I think that could probably not even be that unrealistic because I think they would probably have, because don't they really technically have two Pokemon teams that are working on games? They have um, kind of the subset, the smaller team, like the, the newer yeah. guys. I have no idea. Because I, mean, I know they had, they had like a, a new lot. team that was working on the Ultra games while the other... Who's like, working on Snap though? Because Snap is oh, still that's happening. Not, that's not game that's not. That's not Pokemon. Okay. okay. Yeah, gotcha. out of the equation. Um, I think that could happen because they could have the team that worked on Let's Go, which I think is this, somebody can maybe correct me in chat, I think is the smaller newbie team that worked on the Ultra Games. So mm-hmm. they could be working on Let's Go Johto while the veteran team that worked on Sword and Shield, now that they're done with the DLC, could could remake Sinnoh in that style. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. marketing that might be nuts but it would sell <laughs> i mean it would be a big celebration right like it would be a big thing to have two i feel like that's way too much i like i don't i don't think that's very realistic asking for too much yeah like that's not very realistic in my head but i would love it if you were right here and i would absolutely love it if you were right um, i said that the ball plus worked with sword and shield and then a lot of people want did. one for play pokemon go on mobile so, so there's, there's right. other reasons it's not necessarily mean let's go I know. yeah i just i want we to. want one too <laughs> i Don't want worry. it to mean we, i want to laugh so hard yeah. when they show it i i really want it to be let's go i really like let's go um and I really want gold and silver like in that. I want that game. I just want to have it because like going back to gold and silver is not what I want. I want that, that new gold and silver, I guess it's like, that's what I want. You know, it's like that wind wake report. It's like, it's my happy place. It's what I yeah. want. I want to have that forever. I would be very happy with that. I think, and I, I do like let's go as well. I don't mind the catch style. I don't mind really. And I, I like that game a lot. I just hope if they do that, that they add pro controller support because there, with you. Definitely. More, there's no reason why that game should not have motion control support. If you can play it in handheld, it should just have the same functionality. Yeah. You do the tilting and then they you just wanted you to, they wanted you to do it. And I'm with you. I think it was dumb and I'm I didn't like it. And very disappointed if it doesn't have pro control. Well, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> We know that's exactly what they're going to do. The, the, they, they sold a pro controller along with that game and you couldn't even use it. That's so what weird. That? That's so weird. Um, I Let's go is like, I'm, I'm push and pull with it. Like I really love going back to the Kanto region and like going through like the various gems or whatnot. I just wish it wasn't. Let's go. 
Like, I wish I wasn't catching them in the wild and doing stuff like that. I was like, no, give me a classic mode. Mm-hmm. And I think that on? that could be, I mean, it wouldn't be like a full Pokemon game. I'm not expecting that, but just give me like a little bit more than just throwing the Pokeball in the wild. I just didn't care for it as much. If it's Let's Go for either Johto or Sinnoh, who do you think the cover mascots will be? Uh, so for, oh man, Johto, I'm, uh, I'm thinking Tokopi. Um, Makes sense. Tokopi, I'm trying to think of a, another like big second gen My Pokemon. two that I'm thinking along with Tokopi for second gen would be the ones that were heavily featured in the, the, the movie, uh, the first movie. Um, oh, Meryl, Pokemon 2000? Yeah, Meryl, Meryl. And Snubble. Meryl and Snubble. Okay, I can see that. For Sheena, I can we get see Meryl and Snubble Joygon. That would be legit. <laughs> we're definitely gonna simple. get a. We're definitely gonna get a switch light. Like whatever it is, we're gonna get a switch Meryl, light. Meryl and Tokopi. Meryl and Tokopi is, is makes a big sense. one too. Pichu, that's Pichu. another one. That's yeah. close to Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, for Shino, I think Munchlax. Oh. Yeah. 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 I could. Yeah, I could see that, and then um, I'm trying to think of. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. Uh, I gotta look up a list. Yeah, me too. Is it Lucario? Like, like yeah, the little, um, the, the little guy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Is it Ryoku? Yeah, Rio, Riolu, Riolu, Riolu. Okay, I can see that. Drew says he wants the older games re-released on Switch. Do you think there's any chance at all <laughs> that we get the original games <laughs> emulated on Switch tomorrow? Neither no. do I. I don't think that's happening. Right. No. Um, I do think we're gonna get a Switch Lite, whatever it is, whatever this. Mm-hmm. Let's go remake whatever. It will have a switch light, I think. So, oh, we'll probably get new information on uh, Detective Pikachu too. I think there's mm-hmm. going to be a, a large focus on the non-main series stuff. I think we'll get that. I think people were forgot all about that game. Pokemon Sleep, I believe, is canceled. I believe we'll never one. hear about that game ever. I'd rather than cancel Detective instead of Me Sleep, too. I'd rather oh, the Sleep I game. Think- I think this third game, I think that's way gone. We're never going to hear about it again. We all laughed at that. Like, yeah. <laughs> we all laughed at I it. wanted to like, so like, I like the movie Detective Pikachu. I got the one. 3DS game for Jack. Just it's, really boring. It is a very boring it's game. a very slow, boring game. It's like, I don't want a game like this. This is not fun. They're trying to pull um, like a Professor Layton type of style. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, style. No, I don't, I don't know. like it. Anyway, I'm hoping that I get to buy lots of Pokemans. Um, let's see here. Do you want to go through all these questions? I think we already kind of did. Go through the questions. Yeah, we, we made our predictions. We kind of uh, the categorically thing. That that's a lot. Um Elias says that doing let's go or let's go diamond and pearl would be a big mistake as opposed to the core games. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the general opinion. Yeah, <laughs> that is. I like G Man. You know, he mentions pinball. We will definitely get like a spin-off something. I would like some spin-off Pokemon games. Pokemon Puzzle League. Mm. Pokemon po- Oh no. You're what was the puzzle game they now. did on 3DS I played a little bit of? The match um, game? Shuffle. I love Pokemon Shuffle. Shuffle. Okay. Shuffle to Switch would be cool. Shuffle's great. That was way better than Cafe. <laughs> Cafe's a lower. It's just I like okay. Quest. Quest was kind of good, actually. I, I kind of enjoyed that. I played mm-hmm. that for like 20 hours. For a free-to-play game, wow. 20, 20 hours. That's pretty good for me. 
Like I, I really, I really dig that. But yeah, some sort of Pokemon puzzle game would be a lot of fun. If it was free to play. Download it right away tomorrow. That would be a lot of fun. Pokemon Puzzle League. Like, oh gosh, that was so good on N sixty four. I would, I would yeah. Totally New Puzzle it. League. We get excited. I don't know. You said that we're gonna get a trailer for Snap. I'm not so certain. I think because we already got a trailer for Snap, they might um, kind of hold off on that and show some other stuff in that twenty. Isn't it? It's like it's twenty minutes months out. away. We've got to see more of that game at some point. We don't we haven't seen much. Because my fear is... if we don't, that means it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> that means there's my, something wrong with that's it. That's my fear that they... That there's, oh, no. That's what we see is what we're getting. Should I, I pre-order I saw, this I saw physically? Should I, I cancel my physical pre- or my digital pre-order so yeah. at least I can trade it back in so, if it's I real mean, bad? I don't, I don't pre-order digital things. I never advocate for that. Um, I did see a leak. Uh, shortly before the show for Pokemon Snap that I'm not going to detail it for the people who might not want to be in case it is real, but it seems like it is real and it seems like there's not a ton of areas in the game, but there's some mm. interesting mechanics that give it more depth than air, than just areas. Mm. If it is true. I don't know if it is. In today's world, I always expected that Pokemon Snap might get a lot of criticism for being short. Mm-hmm. But it was always going to be short. Mm-hmm. They were never going to make a 20-hour Pokemon Snap game. It was never going to happen. So yeah. that doesn't really bother me. I think that's just kind of... That would be like a non-Pokemon or Pokemon Snap fan like reviewing a game. That's exactly what I would expect for them to say. I hope that I get to review this game because I think that I... I'm a So for those of you who don't know, I'm a really, really big Pokemon Snap fan, the original. I know that game inside and out. I can tell you all the secrets. I play it all the time. Um, I think I, I have high expectations for this game after waiting for it for 22 years, but I think I would be able to judge it fairly for what it is 22 years later, the new one. My expectation is a very similar experience in length and content. Mm. That's my expectation. My expectation is like, it, it'll feel almost like a remake, but different, but very at home with like it's what it is. Modern and yeah. I want it to be bigger and more ambitious, but without mm. too far from what the core ambitious is not something I'm expecting from Pokemon snap to ambitious in the sense that it has more, more than what the original had, but maintaining what the original was. So more of those secrets, more of those, you know, I think secrets. Yeah, definitely. You're going to be able to throw some new stuff. You have some new mechanics that you can combine yeah. together, mm-hmm. but I'm expecting mostly the same. The same thing, same length, same thing, same stuff. Man, and, and I, I see these trailers, and what you're saying is like more of the same thing. Is like that doesn't make me want to buy this game. Like it does for, me for, like, for, I for totally the price. Yeah, yeah, I know. I understand that in today's world, it's a lot yeah. to ask for people. But me, absolutely. I think, and, and there's a lot excited. of people like you, so I, I, I'm sure it's going to sell well. Okay, uh, we, moving we off. Have, we have one more Pokemon question that we didn't cover from Steven. <laughs> what singer would you pick to perform for Pokemon Day, and which song would you want them to cover? I'm what did we get today? We got Hooting po- the Blowfish covered by Post Malone. Post Malone. The hell does that have anything to do with Pokemon? The only reason I even know that, uh, somebody replied to Jeff because he was tweeting about it. Somebody replied to him. It was a really missed opportunity that they didn't say, I only want a Pikachu instead of be with you and i was like that is that is top level tweeting right there that is damn good (laughs) give that person an award (laughs) but like why hooting the blowfish what the hell is happening with pokemon (laughs) 
and know. I was and I was listening to it like, why are we doing this? I didn't <laughs> know, it's, it's not a terrible cover or anything. It's just why is there a Pokemon logo on screen? What yeah. is happening? Anyway, I want it to be Taylor Swift. Of, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> and she can sing whatever she wants. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not surprised. What would be the worst <laughs> thing that we could pick, Garrett, to make Rebecca like, just like a heavy death metal it. band? While we're like, Corn. Corn, yeah, Creed. I like corn. I like. I like. Yeah, she's she's into punk rock. That doesn't work. We got to do better. Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, where are the like where are the kids really, into these a days? A really deep country singer. A deep yeah, country like singer. That. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> like with the twang and everything, you know, like that type of like yeah. real. Deep that, South Country, that, that not, like weird pop, not like cute no, poppy the, country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. There we go. Mm-hmm. Talking about mm-hmm. pickup trucks with Pikachu's in it. I don't know. Garth Brooks says, or uh, <laughs> Kyle says, Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks is fine. And, hey, Lady Gaga, I'm all. Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Oh, for her, her little French bulldogs. Oh my gosh. Oh I yeah. Hope, I hope they that. get found. Oh, poor Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Poor man. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. I know. I know. Poor dog. I mean, Americans really care about their Listen, pets way more than human life. Way more than human life. He's recovering, but we don't know the status of the dogs. <laughs> I was going to say something real dark. I'm just going to let it go. Yeah, let's just let it go. Uh, we've had game announcements this week. The Blizzard Arcade Collection was announced during BlizzCon, which will have Lost Vikings, Rock and Roll Racing, and Blackthorn. I said on Empire. I don't know what those games are. Do you? I have no clue what that was. I got got nothing, guys. Um, But something that is really cool for Switch players, Diablo 2 Resurrected is coming to Switch. It's an HD remaster of the first. It will feature cross-progression with console and PC players, and you will be able to toggle between the original graphics and the new ones. And that is really cool. 40 bucks. very cool. I would pay $40. I would pay $40 for it. It's a sweet deal. I'm I'm definitely going to get it. I'm still torn on... Switch or Xbox, but that's a definite buy. I'm definitely getting it somewhere. I love Diablo 3. I never played Diablo 2, but people who played Diablo 2 love I, it. I beat Diablo 3, and like I, I, this is the joke I was making Empire. I still don't like get it. Like I don't like, I just oh. beat up people. I just hit people with stuff. <laughs> There's no story to it. I mute it. I literally mute it. And the cutscenes are really cool. They're grand. Like I like that, but like mm-hmm. the Diablo players, they're talking about like, we're going to chain these. It was so weird. Together and stat boost. It's like all the things I make fun of you with the tell you about. Like I'm not doing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I just get give it. me a mace and let me smash people in the face with it, and I'll. And just that's do what that. you can do all the time. Yeah, I'll just do that. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Rebecca, anything in Diablo? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> of course, <laughs> Tony Hawk One and Two are coming to Switch now. One of the things I was thinking when this was announced was, wouldn't it have been really cool if Diablo Two and Tony Hawk were in the direct? Yes. Yeah, that would have been a cool yeah. thing. I think yeah. the, the general opinion of the direct would have gone up a lot. I agree. I think that's kind of the, especially for those people support. who think about this game. Yeah, I think this direct. third party support that would have really packed that a little bit more. Um, but that being said, like I don't, I don't know what the difference makes to people's opinions if it's announced a couple days later outside of the direct than inside the general direct video. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on. <laughs> they didn't announce a date. They didn't announce a price. Which is interesting because I just assumed it'd be forty dollars like the other ones, and then Elaine was like, "It's going to be sixty. and I was like, mm, "You're probably right." Switch tax. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, we did see some gameplay. Chris posted some gameplay of Tony Hawk on Switch. I think it was on IGN this week. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty good. 
better. It looked about as good as I could have hoped for because that was my original take. Every time we get a big port, I think of the same thing, and I saw it in action playing on screen. I was like, "That's pretty good. It looks like a good." I might double down. I might get Tony Hawk on on Switch on sale. Of course, not day one, but I already have it on Xbox. But I might get a portable version at some point. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a couple weeks old now, but it is important. Um, we just had so much news and stuff we didn't get to it. Overcooked, all you can eat arrives on Switch March twenty third. It will. Um, it's coming to all consoles. It'll feature both original games, plus new content, new kitchens, new chefs, an assist mode, and extra accessibility options, online multiplayer for all kitchens to support cross-play wow. soon after launch. Okay. That's a big deal, and that's a really fun online game, like chaotic fun, like, you know, um, what's the, the Among Us and stuff like that? Like, you can have a lot of fun like that mm-hmm. with Overcooked, so... So that's a date to circle if you're looking for something to play here in the next month or so. I love that game. Um, Overcooked thing you can get. Mm-hmm. Now let's get into some juicy rumors. Uh, the latest comes from Nate the Hate. Um, he posted a response on Risa Era as well as he's talked about in his podcast. And I'll, I'll just quote what he read. Talking about a Switch Pro. Quote, won't really talk more about the specs other than I have, but it has DLSS and has 4K functionality. No reason to go deeper than that right now. That's enough to illustrate the device is a meaningful upgrade. First-party support will span the new hardware and current Switch for at least a couple of years. Mm. Quote, let's say I'm confident it gets announced this year. A delay to 2022 would need to be communicated in the next few months as dev kits and third-party partners begin to plan software for the device. At this moment... I believe a hope remains for a 2021 launch. Hmm. This is interesting because on Jeff Grubb's podcast, he also kind of talked to that. He didn't say that he knows. I'm by no means reporting that he, you know, he, he just thinks that Zelda breath of the wild two could be this fall. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, yeah. If breath of the wild two is this fall, we're not getting wind waker and twilight princess. This that's, fall. that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, that makes sense, but like, I, I don't, I don't think that's happening, but who knows? Like, Nate has had um, a pretty good record with some of the stuff he's, yeah, when he's gone on record with stuff. So he thinks the Switch Pro, he didn't say it's coming out this year, but he thinks that's the plan. Um, I laid out all the reasons why I think that plan's getting delayed. I think there's a lot of software, and I don't think that plan can easily happen in March or May. Like that plan can easily be pushed back. For sure. Um, but the rumor, you know, is a rumor. Like, what do you guys think? DLSS and 4K functionality, that would be pretty big. DLSS. Uh, it's like, I forget the actual acronym. It's like super Dyna- sampling. Yeah, it's ah. dynamic something super sampling. Basically, ah. what you're doing is your resolution, let's say you're rendering like 720p on, on the screen. You're using a machine learning technique in order to predict the other empty spaces and pixels so you can up res it to 1080p or 4K. I'm pretty sure you explained this to me before and I had just forgotten. It's basically magic to make it look prettier. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you that the impacts of DLS to say something like cyberpunk is grand. Cyberpunk with DLSS looks and runs far greater than like a native support, even on my own PC. So having DLSS support on Switch would be a big deal because they could take a game that runs at 900p and pull it off in HD to where it would look console-ish. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of all you need. Like, nobody is out there thinking the Switch needs to be on par, you know, next to side to a PlayStation 5. The idea is to look 
close in the ballpark to be around there, not to be well outer worlds. <laughs> right? Are, you they know, saying, that. are they saying that this is still going to be hybrid? That this is going to be a portable and dockable model? I mean, this I quote doesn't mention anything like that, but I, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody has went on record with like a credible source saying it's not right. That. I think everybody's okay. expecting it because that's what's be most that. important to me. And if they can pull that off, that would be great. And and it's a huge edge for Nintendo versus the other consoles because you have to remember this is Nvidia technology, as Zhengbar said in the chat. This is an Nvidia thing. The DLSS um, and the super sampling. Yep. Um, it's it's all within NVIDIA tech and that's in the Switch itself and they can yep. probably use the same technology there. Um, AMD, which is the chips that are used for Sony and Xbox, it's not quite up to speed yet. I think it's still doubtful this year, not just because of like what we think about Nintendo, but also the chip shortage that is happening Good right point. now for all the GPUs and all the consoles and then everything else, like anything you can think of that needs a chip. Switches um, alone, like the chips that we have now, switches like we have a mm-hmm. hard time keeping switch switch on shelf. Like I've, there are lots of times um, during like the Xbox, PlayStation fives, right? I jump into these threads with people. They're like, I can't get one, mm-hmm. and I find it surprising because I've told a few of them. I've jumped in. I'm like, Xbox is available here. It's attainable. It's not always attainable, but like you can get one. And mm-hmm. when I talk to people in the UK and stuff, they're like, we can't find a switch anywhere. They are yeah. gone. And that wow. surprises me because I walk into Walmart and I see, you know, not hundreds of them, but there's ten of them there. They're there. But like in other places, they're not. Wow. They're gone. So that was a big part of the reason because of how well it's selling, because I expect it to have a big software year. Pokemon, Zelda, it's like, just push it. Mm-hmm. But if if Breath of the Wild 2, whatever that is, if it is this year, let's just say that. If it is this year, then yeah, new hardware is going to launch with it. I I I'm not going to let go of that. I think they'll launch new hardware with that. Thing. And maybe do you think that's probably could be why they didn't want to do a Zelda Direct this early because mm-hmm. they don't know if they're going to have Wind Waker. Like, I feel like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess might be, okay, we're going to fall back on this. If we can't get Breath of the Wild this fall, this is what we'll have instead. But mm-hmm. they don't want to come out and say that now just in case they do meet that mark and get Breath of the Wild out in the fall. I I mean, I, I'd be the last person to just tell Jeff he's wrong, but I just don't believe it. Yeah, it's just feel, hard to believe right now. Yeah. It, it's the, yeah, it's just like with everything that's going on this year, everything is being delayed. Everything. Like if you bought a PlayStation 5, if you bought an Xbox, it's all being delayed. Everything that you thought you were playing in March, you're playing in June. Mm-hmm. Everything you thought was in June, you're playing in November. Like I just mm-hmm. it just feels greedy. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Like you're just asking for a lot that just doesn't seem very realistic. They they did um have a response to the chip shortage Nintendo did and they said they have an ample supply like like they have an ample for their current switch model so I don't know how much they would and that that data mine mentioned that they're using the same chip they're using the overclock same same chip yeah Yeah. that would be interesting if if they could pull it off I think they push it I I I feel very good with a bet that Zelda gets pushed (laughs) Like that's an yeah. easy bet to make. Yeah, that's a, that's a good bet. The odds on that are pretty pretty strong. Um, speaking of rumors, we'll get through this one real quick so we can get to a couple questions for close it. Um, this is also a couple weeks old at this point, but Dusk Gollum shared that he thinks uh, Capcom has a timed exclusive Resident Evil game in the works for Nintendo Switch that was once Resident Evil Revelations three, but has now become known as Resident Evil Outrage. The game is being built on the RE engine like Monster Hunter. Cool. Uh, I think that rumor sounds like something I could believe in, but if I was to believe in it, I would imagine that's a 2022 title. 
Uh, yeah, I, I can see those. Well. Oh, yeah, just to, I don't know, we're having RE Village right now. And if they can't port next year. the remakes to Switch, if they're too grand, then getting a Switch Resident Evil game, I think, makes sense for Capcom. They've done it in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I think when this rumor came out, a lot of people were like, oh, it's too much work for Capcom. They did it on 3DS all mm-hmm. the time. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. So, like, I think it makes sense to at least throw one over there on Switch. With how well Switch is selling... With how grand, because here's the thing, you could throw a six-month timed exclusive on Switch, it gets gangbusters out of the gate, and then port like an HD better version of it to oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that gets us to some questions. Rebecca, how about you give us two of them? Can I do a, a joke one first before we do two? Sure. Sure. Steven wanted to know how much longer until Rebecca leaves these guys. She's becoming <laughs> pick time. <laughs> She is. You so are. You long? are big time. How long, Rebecca? I'm long not going anywhere. You can't get rid of me. I know you want to get rid of me. I'm not going anywhere. What <laughs> do we want to get rid of you? We don't want to get rid of you. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the whole point of being cr- like recruiting out. you to be here. Can't kick me out that easily, Stephen. I'm on to you. <laughs> um, Jack wanted to know: Do you think Joy-Con will work with the next Switch? So we're talking all about this next potential this pro is model. A- great question it's a, he, i think it's a crucial question that when is we a were pretty talking, big question i told him so um i bought a couple my new thing that jack is starting to get into um you guys know about our listeners don't know about my new thing is i'm really into customizing switches i'm gonna have two custom switches at this point i've bought new systems just to customize <laughs> um and i'm getting some custom joy con and i was talking to jack about like hey we need to be real careful with stuff. Cost dad a lot of money. We don't need to scratch it up and all that. And he goes, do you think this is going to work with the new switch? And I was like, that is an excellent question. Um, because a lot of people, right. Don't like the joy cons. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they would be redesigned in a way that they wouldn't work. Cause like all you really need right. is the rail and the connectivity. Mm-hmm. If the communication is the same, you could fix the stick, but your old ones still be compatible. Especially with them releasing Zelda stuff. Yeah. I kind of think they will. Especially I, since yeah. you're, you're right. And they had the NES ones that are able to slide in and technically be part of the Switch. So that just goes to show they can have different types of controllers slide in there. And Wouldn't I mean, it be weird? The Hori stuff, like Let, all different types. Let's say I'm right and I think they announce a Switch Pro at some point for next year. Wouldn't it be weird to release brand new Zelda Joy-Con and then come back and be like, but they won't work on our new thing? No, I actually I could see them doing that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that would be uh Here's a new Zelda. Here's a new Switch. Here's a new Zelda game. Don't use those Zelda Joy-Cons we just <laughs> sold you. You got to get the new Zelda Joy-Cons. Oh my the- god, that sounds awful. So do you mean like Joy-Cons as like attaching or you mean like wireless play? Like I feel like oh, that's wireless, a good point. Wireless play should be okay. What yeah. he meant with the question was attaching, but that's attaching. a good point. Even if you can't attach them, you probably can still play with them wirelessly. That's a very good point. That's fair, I think. Yeah. That at the very fair. least, I would at expect the very least at you could, least that. You could throw them on a grip and use them as an extra controller and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Good point, Garrett. I didn't see think them, about that. I can't see them adding any new button schemes or anything like that that would no. make it D-pad. hard to... But no, I mean that's a like a thing, real D pad, yeah. But yeah, nothing like yeah. I don't see them like really adding any any buttons that are really going to change it up. Like they're not gonna. They're gonna second screenshots, two screenshots. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> they're not going to change the configuration, yeah, or the layout. Um, do you think they would change the rail, like the the connectivity 
park. Well, if they can, if they change the rail, that's gonna suck for like well, everyone. Yeah, because they're gonna squeeze even more money out of the people who yeah. now need to buy new Joy-Con. And that was my. I don't. Th- I mean, if I'm making my prediction, my prediction is that they would keep the same rail. I do think that they will address so. the Joy-Con at some way. They will say this is a better Joy-Con. I'm expecting like a yeah. Wii Motion Plus type of thing, but. I still expect the Joy-Con you have to be able to click in and still work. I uh-huh. that is my expectation. Yeah, me too. Because like they can fix the Joy-Con without touching the, the rail. Isn't the problem? The stick is the problem. They can fix it's the always stick, the stick. Yeah, for sure. And still keep the rail and everything else. If anything, um, I know they won't. But like I would encourage them to take HD Rumble out. Like take your Rumble motor out, <laughs> fix the stick, and leave the rails it is, and sell them and sell them cheaper. That would be my. Uh, advice, but I don't think they're gonna. They're not gonna do that. No. But I thought it was a great question. It's a good question. Um, we have one more. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know we're really late. Oh my god, it's it's eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask this one by Coffee Princess. With the Miitopia coming mm. out on the Switch, it got me wondering about what else could come to the Switch. What 3DS games would you like to see on the Switch? For me, it's the Style Savvy series. I think this is a good question too because of the 10 year anniversary for 3DS next uh, tomorrow. Ooh, that, that is, is a, a good, good question. question. I mean, my, we already my, talked about a link between worlds. There's a lot of 3ds games I would like on Switch. Samus Returns Samus deserves and deserves a chance on the Switch. Oh, it came 100%. out at the very end of the 3ds's lifespan. I think it, it it would do better on the Switch for sure than it would do on the uh, the 3ds, and I think it would kind of breathe a little bit of life into the Metroid franchise while we're waiting for Prime. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. agree. I one hundred percent. Try to think. Yeah, I've suddenly gone blank. Well, there's a there's like um, Awakening, yeah. but I would just remake it. I wouldn't bring the 3ds version over. I want to remake. Oh, I'm gonna go through my 3ds a little bit. Samus Returns. A lot of them, like we're already getting a Mario Golf game, so you can't bring that over. You're not gonna bring over Animal Crossing. I wouldn't bring over Dream Team or Luigi's Mansion. No Smash. Give me um so there's the Persona Q series and like Etrian Odyssey in general if they kind of like remake some of that dungeon crawling stuff instead of just using touchscreen but also other things I think those are great games to put on Switch. We already have new Super Mario Bros. Um, I I mean obviously I think they'll remake it, but Pokemon Sun and Moon. Pokemon Sun and Moon, may- m- maybe. They're not going to do that because they're going to, in 20 years from now, remake it for the Nintendo. I know. Whatever. That's exactly what I was thinking. But, like, so many of the games, we don't have the games, but we have the games, right? Like, we have ports or, or sequels or revisions of them already. What about Kid Icarus Uprising? Kid Icarus would be a very good one. Yeah, for sure. It really depends on the touchscreen a lot, though. Yeah. I don't You'd know. Have to, I'll have to really that. rework the controls. That's yeah, true. I don't know that game that well. Monster Hunter stories would be nice. Like like kind of these packing games. But we're getting the new one. Well, I'm not I'm not saying like I, I just would like it to supplement what's coming out. Sure. Like like sure. Bravely Default as well. And that's what I've been keep, kept saying. Yeah, because um, so many of these are like sequels to yeah. Wii U games or prequels to Wii U games. Like it's actually quite amazing like how many of these we have a version of in some ways. NES uh, remix? NES Remix, yeah, I think we've mentioned that before. It would be great to have on Switch. Uh, Picross, oh, Picross 3D Round Two. I love that thing on the 3DS. A nice little puzzle game. I, I'm, I'm forgetting puzzle game. I mentioned uh, Pokemon Shuffle. What about a uh, 
Shadows of Valentia. I don't know that. Yeah, Fire Emblem. Yeah, I could see that actually coming, like as a like a like a like an up res port, like mostly oh, awakening, the same, but better. Yeah, I would do what? Awakening and and uh... see with Awakening, I want a remake. I want them to like fully oh, okay. let let's redo that, but like a port of Valentia, I think. I mean, kind of, not really. It's not like a deal breaker, but mm-hmm. maybe. Mm-hmm. I think Sam's Returns is the most realistic thing that we could get. Yeah. No, oh, I well, hey, Pikmin. Oh, I just found it. Thank you, GameSpot, for your top 30 3DS games. My pick is Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix because oh. that game and series is awesome. And I would love to see that game come back in all HD glory and all that. And I know it's, mm. I think. It was kind of like that was like the last one. It's kind of like on its legs, and the developer was like, "We really need you to buy this game, or it's gonna die." <laughs> wow! Um, I bought it. I remember we did podcasts about it and everything. I totally I like Rhythm Heaven, so that would maybe be one. Some Shin Megami Tensei stuff, just just to add in a little bit more of that. You know, the Switch has a touch screen, right? Yeah. I feel like I don't play a lot of games that use it, so I always like doubt it. What if they brought back like Art Academy or something? That makes sense. I can see like a lot of those. I mean, we didn't talk about like for the light. I think they don't make sense as like ports, but like I would love if they threw like all those Street Pass games and like Nintendo Switch Online or anything like that. that would oh, be that would be great. Yeah, Street Pass itself would be great. Like they just oh. brought back the whole program would be great. Um, that's one of my favorite things about 3ds. Me too. That. Yeah, I want that. For too. all the games that I've got, some of them are just destined to be here, and you know, I will play them on the 3ds. Like we got Yoshi's New Island. I want Yoshi's Holy World. I know they won't because we have Yoshi's whatever it's crafted. Crafted World. Whatever or... it is. Um, yeah. I, I would much prefer Woolly World. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pikmin. And that's what I said earlier. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to totally miss that one. Hey, hey, Pikmin, yeah. Yeah, that one That one actually might make the most sense. That one in Samus Returns. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they came out so late. Remember, yeah, did. remember <gasps> the... Okay, go for it. Warrior wear gold. That's the answer. Oh, yeah. No, I want no, no, I want no, 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 no. I want a new Warrior wear. I think Warrior wear deserves better than getting a port of that because it's just the old. I love Warrior wear gold, but it's just a bunch of old mini games. It was like all of them. I know, but I want a brand new one. I'm all for that, but like a really great way, like just all of them. I beat that game in like an hour. I remember when they announced Warrior wear gold. I think all of us were like, "Why is this coming to Switch? Why? Why?" Why did you just announce this? Warrior Wear Gold makes a lot of sense. Mm. I think the uh, I probably... wouldn't pay forty dollars for it because I it's it's not a long game. Mm. Mm. The most un like un underrated and also probably unheard of game. You remember a code named Steam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I can I can see that being a Switch port, up res oh, and not. everything. Why not? You don't like it? No, I, I mean, no. It's a tactical uh, game. Yeah. And it, I like it, tactical games, or I like Fire Emblem games, and it's kind of the same, but it was really kind of cheesy. <laughs> it was cheesy. That was, it was meant you to remember cheesy, what that was sure. all about? You remember the announcement for that? I actually don't remember that. <laughs> there was a huge rumor going around, like, we're going to announce a game. It's at a panel at E3, and everybody was like, oh, I forget what they thought it was, but everybody was like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. May have been like a fire emblem or whatever, and then they announced Codename Steam, and people were like, "What yeah, the I is this?" <laughs> that I game was that. doomed from the start. Like, I it bought it got... for five dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's fine. You're gonna tell me you want Steel Diver next? Yeah. <laughs> Give me Lego Star Wars. <laughs> I pre-ordered that game on Switch this week. 
Oh, really? The next one? Wait, wait. The like the Sky Skywalker. Skywalker. Oh man, it's all of them. All of them remastered. Man, I'm super excited for that. It's gonna be great. probably get on Xbox. All right, that's gonna do it for us this week in the Nintendo Shack. Thank you, Couplings, for uh, one staking with me as I started the show late. So I apologize <laughs> to my guests for that. And then uh, for the long show, hopefully you enjoyed this one hour and fifty minutes in Nintendo Shack. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back next week as we recap whatever happens tomorrow morning with Pokemon. And who knows in the gaming world today, like everybody's, there's news every day. So we'll catch you next week. 